Hey, greetings, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of The Staredown. It's our weekly sports talk and real estate show amongst three friends from around the country. I'm Sean Carpenter in Columbus, Ohio. Bill Risser down in St. Petersburg, Florida. And Todd Meininger in the hotbed of NLDS action. We'll get to that in just a second. Coming Georgia. What's up, Todd? What's up, Bill? Let's start with you, Bill, as always. Tell us about what's going on down in down in STP. DTSP, right? Downtown yep. St. Pete. It's still hot, dude. It's still hot and still muggy. And I know I know Todd and, and you had a, a rough go this yeah. week. And Sean, even you did, you know, earlier in the week. But we're ready. It's October. I just wanna mm-hmm. get up in the morning and go outside and feel a cool breeze. Yeah, October hit here on Friday. Ooh, is great. Did you yeah. So we're not there yet. Hopefully soon. Uh, but uh, other than that, things are good. I played a little golf today, didn't play that well, but I just wanted to share something with you, Sean. I've I made a change mm. in my equipment, and it's because I'm older and my swing speed is slower. You have to make adjustments. Don't you agree? Yes, I do. So I'm no longer a, a, a proud owner of any mm. Pro V1s. Ooh, really? I had to make a change, yeah. I don't have that swing speed to make that ball do what it's supposed to do, so I have did a lot of research through the Titleist family. I've always been a Titleist guy and ended up moving to the... AVX? No, the Tour Soft, which okay. is uh, two years old, just came out last year. Um, kind of a bigger core, a little faster engine is what the, how they like to put it, but trying its best to give me that soft feel, and it felt really good today. Okay. Rate, so, rates, yeah. rates, rates higher than the, than the Callaway Chrome Soft, too. Yeah, and you know, um, distance was great off the irons. I was in a couple back mm. bunkers, so I know I got to deal with that and figure it out, but uh, it's all good. So there you go. There's good. my big news for was the that, week. Uh, was that a reason why you maybe you didn't score as well as you wanted today? Mm. You're adjusting the new equipment, right? Yeah. There you go. Yeah, it's all part of it. It's you know, it's like swinging new clubs, or it's funny that hitting a new ball makes that much of a difference, right? Because I've played those Pro V ones since the day they came out, um, so it's a different. It's different. And this uh, won't be as as impactful for our listeners, but you got to walk us through the video that you shared on Instagram today, uh, from I'm guessing the 14th hole where one of your playing partners went knee deep into a lagoon. So it's the 13th hole. It's a par five. It's our last hole of the day. Okay. And Anthony. That's, that's Anthony, the hole I meant in my response. But Yeah, I, yeah. right, right. So Anthony in the same, um, the same week, without talking to me, switched to the tour softs as well. But he plays the uh, yellow, the yes. optic yellow ball. So he pulls it left and hits it hard, and it carries, it gets far enough up into a, a pond, <laughs> we'll call it. That was his drive or his second that, shot? That, that was his drive. Okay. And he left him about 200 to the green. And the pond does have a gator in it. We've seen the gator I've, I've in that pond. I've seen the gator in it, yes. Yeah. So he, he looks, and it's, it's only half submerged, so absolutely playable. But the problem is, being right-handed, he has to go deeper mm. into the pond. So he's almost to his knees deep in the pond to play this shot right which and, uh, is not like a sandy bottom it's a muggy muggy muddy his feet had to be black when they came out algae yeah. bacteria yeah i don't know what they're gonna look like turtles yeah. <laughs> <laughs> turtles um, alligator poop you know you name it so he ends up uh he ends up not doing as good as he wanted to the, the swing was great he didn't get super soaked uh, but but it only advanced out of the water. It stayed below the lip, but on dry land, mm, right? Does that make sense? Okay. So he only advanced it about 10 yards. It didn't even get it up in the fairway. He was still in the hazard, but dry. From there, he hit a great shot right of the green, got up and down and safe par. So a pondy, a pondy we're yes. going to call it. It was very well done. A pondy, yeah. yeah, yeah. It was great the way the, the slow motion video showed him. He, he, he hit about seven inches behind where he wanted to hit, I think. I think uh, you're right. Yeah. But did you see my little comment about the, the background music? 
Yeah, so 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 the other part of that story is Anthony plays music while he plays golf. Now, Sean, do you have anybody in your regular group that does that? No, no. But you have some people I, in your group who yeah, hate it, right? Yeah, there's a couple people that would would you know would would ask me to not have it on. Right, yeah. but you would do it, right? I, I would do it, and when I'm by myself, I, or yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I like it. And, and Anthony's got a nice box, boombox thingy, a Bluetooth thing, and it's generally going to be dead or um, something mellow. Kind of a '60s mixture, yeah. Yeah, or the, today we had a little classic rock going. So sure enough, Procol Harum, mm. wider shade of pale, is playing in the background while uh, while he's lining up the shot and he's waiting for Joe to hit. And I just kept I kept it going, but you could definitely hear the song, and it it almost sounds like <laughs> I added a soundtrack, but that's really that, that's so what was, was he playing. was he in was he in the money that he needed to get in the water? Um. Oh no, but he just, you know, I've I've never seen Anthony shy away from a water shot. Okay. He's, he's hit plenty of these. It's just part the way he plays the game. Love so he, he knew he could save a stroke, he wanted to save a stroke. Love it. And Todd, let's go over to you in in, in Georgia. First of all, let's sh- send a shout out to your your youngest. Yes, 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 yes. 15 celebrating today. birthday today. Uh, <laughs> it's yeah, wow, wow is just the best way to put it. You guys both have been there. It's it's uh <laughs> it's a little bit of a mind tease. Um you can substitute T's for another word, but no, all good, all good. So, can I sure. can I ask you guys a question? You both you both are fathers of teenage mm-hmm. daughters, mm-hmm. and you're both fathers mm-hmm. of teenage sons. Now, I only we only had one child, and it was a boy. Um, just for a second, and I know this has nothing to do with sports, but it's life. Talk about the differences and how you, you know, what what that's like. I mean, Sean, I can I can I can jump in. You you you're more experienced than I am, but it's it goes beyond that. Um, birth order it, t- Sean's experience is totally different than mine because his daughter's mm. oldest and my daughter's the youngest I often right. said if my daughter was the oldest my life would have been so much easier um, my son just the greatest kid but uh, you know boys are boys are boys girls are girls so um, quite frankly since I had two I think I mentioned this before maybe even on this podcast really happy I had one of each um, I think if you had two boys or two girls especially two boys I think there'd be a constant comparison of the two, especially athletically, right? This this one does this well, this one does it that well. Um, hey, if I would have had two sons or two daughters, life would have been great. But um, the way it turned out, I think it's good. So totally different, um, totally different approach. Probably kind of like a catcher handling two different pitchers, right? Um, <laughs> you got you got to come yeah. about it different ways. Mm-hmm. What about you, Sean? Bill, you know the two thing two things worse than having mm-hmm. two kids, two boys. Would be having three boys and your last name be Manning. Um, <laughs> <laughs> like I'm a fan of Cooper. Okay. <laughs> Cooper has how many? Cooper, Cooper and I have have something in common. Yeah. Both of us and neither won a Super Bowl. <laughs> so. Uh, you know, uh, Good. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's it's um, I'm not a t- I'm not a father of a teenage girl anymore. She's twenty. That's right. She'll be That's right. In January, but uh, yeah, it's as 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 Todd says. You know, obviously. Bradley being the first girl and really the first girl in our entire carpenter side of the family, you know I mean? Mm. So there was, there was new, uh, newness to that, but you know, she's, she's been such a great, uh, great kid and, and friend of Ryan's. It's been, been very helpful, but Ryan is definitely a mama's boy and I'm mm. Riley's definitely a daddy's girl. Uh, yeah. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's just, and I don't know if that, I don't know what that is about that, but, um, but trust me, there's there's times where they're both on your side, and there's times when they're neither on your side. So it's probably uh, <laughs> just just having a, a second one, and she'll be home next week. So she'll be home on Tuesday for fall break, and then I get to see her next week when I go down for the hey, Shader game. So 
Yeah, so it's just nice. it, hey, different, Sean, be- different. Before we dive yeah, in, that's cool. um, just, great question, Bill. Love it. But um, Bill, you golfing, there's anytime there's a body of water in Florida, I'm told there's an alligator in there. So <laughs> you said that we're we think there's an alligator oh. on? Or has yeah. has been a Guaranteed. yeah has been a gator in there at some point? Oh yeah, yeah. I, I I do not. I'm not very aggressive with water shots personally. In fact, today, uh, Sean, you know the ninth hole. Yeah. Um, the ninth hole has that kind of hazard in front of it. You know that they've it's they've very, cut super down. Super swampy. Yeah. Yeah, but they cut it down. They, you know they got dry oh. here, so you could actually jump in and get down there, even try a shot if you maybe come up just a, a few yards short of the green. Well, today I. I had that good fortune to have a shot in there and I was looking and all of a sudden I go, Oh, mm-hmm. that's a snake. That's about mm-hmm. a five foot snake. And yeah. it's, it's rearing up his head and looking at me. And I went, I'm not going in there anymore because I just saw the snake. But I think I found out it was probably a black, harmless, racer, right? Yeah. Which means harmless, but kind of aggressive. According but was to it near the water? There, no, it wasn't in water. It was in that. So that means it, was, it could. Yeah, I was gonna say it could have been a cottonmouth too, which is uh, very deadly, dangerous. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah. when I was, Bill, when we played last time with you, uh, when I was down there for Florida Realtors, on the ninth hole, if you remember, we let a group go through us. We let a twosome yeah. play through us, and we were looking for a ball over on the right hand side where the the aqua range kind of uh, washes over. So I was yeah. just over there, kind of just walking around, letting the group go through us, and just looking for balls, and and something slithered past my foot, um, <laughs> and it was a. Yeah, it was not good. Uh, so I just—that's when I walked back to the fairway. Hey, I just waited. <laughs> yeah, I—I—I I, I don't venture. Anthony's fearless, and we'll—we'll we'll be taking him to the hospital <laughs> one day. But yeah. he, he'll just—he'll well, just cruise into the. I agree with you, though. It's a big, big, big difference if you're if you if your ball's in the water and you're reaching towards the water. But when you're in the water, reaching back towards land, it's definitely um. With your back to the gator coming at you. <laughs> yeah. Be glad it's not a, glad it's not a crocodile. Bill... Alligators are pretty uh, tame. If it was a crocodile, you'd be you'd be worried, right? Hey, Sean, before we uh, get huh? things kicked yeah. off, I know you want to, you started off by saying hotbed and action in the same sentence with me. And that's, that's, um, I'm really, I'm really glad you uh, just described that. So anyway, <laughs> let's get going. Let's get going. All right. Well, then you want to know about Yeah, how that's what I'm saying. Let's yeah, go. come on. <laughs> you, you have, you had a oh Saturday gosh, you'll right. never forget. Stop. Yeah. <clears throat> That's yeah, right. you guys saw some pictures, but uh, what a treat. First of all, you know, uh, Ryan played his last match at Muirfield Village Golf Club, which is since 1979 has hosted the Memorial Tournament. Uh, designed Jackson, by who? Designed by Jack Nicholas, kind of mm-hmm. his iconic, uh, iconic property, uh, co-created by Desmond Muirhead, uh, who was very influential in a lot of golf along Scotland's uh, landscape. But just what a treat. It's called the Jack Nicholas Invitational. It's for any of the high school teams in Columbus that have a member at that course. So Ar- Arlington, Dublin, Kaufman. There's only seven teams in it. Okay. So very, very kind of a low-key, uh, not a lot of pressure. Um, but they did something neat. They Because Arlington boys and Arlington girls played, they they let a boy from Arlington and a boy from Gr- Arlington play in the same group, and then a kid from Wellington, which is a little private school here in town. Um, so there was uh, – so it was, it was kind of fun. So Ryan got to play with Lizzie Murray, uh, somebody he's, he's grown up with and played with on, you know, Riley played with, Liz, with Lizzie. So a lot of fun. And uh, just, just to walk, Bill, no, no, no. The only thing that's still up permanently are the, the scoreboard on 18 and the scoreboard on, you probably saw it in the picture I sent. Yeah. Um, and then there's the, there's the, uh, there's the metal post where the, the scoreboard for the greens are, but there's nothing on, you know, it's just a, like a metal stand. Just, just really cool to walk around. And I think I've teased you guys about it, but just to the listeners, um, when we were getting ready to tee off, we're on the putting green. 
and the last member to go out before the tournament started was a guy named Jason Day. Hmm. Who? PGA hmm. superstar, yeah. And so Well he's more was, famous for being a member of Muirfield, right? Yeah, it was really just kinda kinda Living cool. In Columbus, right? that, you know, he went off and you know, the the boys played from the, the blue tees, but he teed off from the, the very back and just kinda neat. And it's just a just a neat experience and it, probably one of the toughest second shot courses in the in the world. Hmm. Um, and that's the way Jack wants it. But just Bill, you can you can imagine when you watch these kids hit shots and they're, you know, at a high school level, the precision that you see the pga tour players when you watch the same course you know in june um ryan hit a bunker shot on number four and it was you know kind of a straight downhill out of the bunker and he played it almost as perfectly as he could and i say almost because it hit maybe four inches outside the bunker trickled onto the fringe and raced past the cup to the front of the green and rolled another 20 feet down the <laughs> down the wow. off. i mean you know, so you go from ha- playing as good a shot as you can hit to all of a sudden look at a double bogey. Um, mm. It was just tough, but you know, he he managed a couple couple birdies there in the middle of the round, which was kind of fun, and uh, including one that he almost emulated his 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 iconic hero Tiger Woods on hole number eleven. I think I sent you guys the video of him yeah. kind of walking it off as it was, as he knew it was curling in. So nice. fun Kevin nodded. It. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> a, a lot of fun, and then uh, you know, so I did I did not watch the Gator game. Uh, didn't even pull it up on the my way, phone, I, but I did download. I, I did download the WRUF app, Todd, so I could listen to Mick Hubert. Mick Hubert, and nice. it was it nice. was awesome. Just to put my headphones in and be listening, um, and so uh, it's just so fun. And once again, just everything about listening to a game on the radio, even though it was from the Homer call, you know, of the Gator side, it was it was awesome. Well, when you when it's your when it's your Homer, when it's your it's team, awesome. exactly. Right. Yeah, it's yeah. awesome. Yep. Sean, real quick, um, I know you're shy. Did you buy Jason Day a beer, or did you leave him alone? Um, <laughs> we actually um, we let him alone. You know, Ryan and I got to meet him last year, uh, so we felt like that's been mar- mar- marked off the list. But we were thinking, would it be you know, should we go ask him for you know to pose with the team? Uh, and then we thought, you know, let's get the better. Let of him be, right? Just let him yeah. be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and. Uh, you know, but we did we did get Ryan a famous milkshake. You know, you hear the players talk about the famous milkshakes there, the Buckeye milkshakes. Uh, nice. At the end of the round, so it's a good time. And so, his um, we'll see what happens next. But guys, let's talk sports. Um, let's start with baseball. Bill, you're you're a baseball soul. Uh, we mm-hmm. are kind of in the in the right in the midst of everything. American League. We can get through that one quickly because we got two O's as as you expect. Both both the home teams. Um, kind of easily dispatch of, of the visitors, right? You, you got Houston going up two nothing on um, on your Tampa Bay Rays, and, and I believe Verlander hasn't pitched yet, right? No, he he pitched game one. Oh, he pitched game one. Yeah, okay. yeah. Um, lights and, out. Yeah, he was not, but he was lights out, and then like ultra lights out was yesterday with right. with uh, Garrett Cole, who seventeen strikeouts. Did you see his last twenty two starts? He's sixteen and zero. He his wow, last really? twenty two starts. He's sixteen and zero. Jeez. Make make that last twenty three starts. He's now seventeen and zero, because oh. he won yesterday. Wow. Yeah, he is. He is in a playing on a plane that's just. I th- I want to go back to remember uh, Jake Arrieta with the Cubs. He had that run. Yeah, sure. Garrett's run, right in the middle. Bumgarner was this <clears throat> right. Kind of this, you know, well, uh, at, least, at least a playoff run. But wow. Garrett Cole's so, in the middle of that same thing. So you guys so, play tomorrow night, right? Tomorrow afternoon, because you can tell which game is the least popular, <laughs> because we got the one hundred five Eastern start. Yeah, yeah like we got the 307 behind you're you. right behind so. it yeah so all four <laughs> it's going to be of course it's the yankees and the astros you know they really want or i'm sorry the yankees and the, uh, dodgers TV, right? yankees and dodgers yeah. yeah so um yeah so we're 
we we got the 105 tomorrow. We've got uh, Charlie Morton, which which is huge, right? We need him, and then it's is that against Zach Granke, which you know they picked up hmm. in, this summer, just because he didn't have enough pitching. Uh, yeah. So that team is that team is loaded, man. They're well, they're loaded. Scary. And, you know, if Granky somehow can you know, or or I guess Granky and and the Astros can somehow sweep, um, and you know, then obviously they'd be pulling for the Yankees to lose a couple because boy you get those three guys on on plenty of rest uh, just mm. a buzzsaw right yeah yeah and not, the yankees not, are just demolishing the twins well, i think this is 12 straight postseason playoff wins yankees over the twins think about that, right? that. Well, 12 and, straight games and, and they're not just dominating with pitching they're they're just their, their oh, bats are just crushing. electric yeah right they've got it, they got it all working so 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 the al you're right yeah. they're both 2-0 and could easily end tomorrow no one would be shocked so yep but the um, National League—that's a National whole other story. Been, has been really exciting. Let's and let's actually. Uh, right now, Game Two is being played, or Game Three is being played in Washington, uh, and that series is tied one-one. Uh, and I believe Washington is up two nothing. Last time yep. I checked, is that still top of the fourth? Yep. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, but let's spend some time talking about the uh, the series that started in Atlanta, and had a Game Three today in St. Louis. Uh, Todd, I'll, I'll let you kind of break down Game One because it was. It was a great game, but there was also some emotional um, blunders or issues mm-hmm. that happened in it. <laughs> Dude, so um, I, I'm a huge Braves fan, not only because I live here, but followed them since I was, you know, a kid down in Florida because there was no Rays or Marlins back then, right? Yeah, so, well, TBS, um, TBS ruled, right? They were great. Yeah, right? I think we, t- yeah, I think we kind of brushed over it a couple times, yeah. but um, so I didn't. Re- <laughs> I didn't realize how much I cared that that game one, there's nothing like playoff baseball. Right. And <laughs> for, for whatever reason, last year, maybe my expectations weren't as high. Um, but this year I got back to watching almost every day. Right. I kind of got out of that over the last five, six, seven, ten 10 years. Um, I used to watch them every day, but anyway, long story short, um, Dallas Keuchel, um, he only went four and two thirds. Uh, thought he got the quick hook actually was a little um, maybe thought he could have played a little more um, but t- real tight game uh, real tight game for sure so I guess what you're referring to is uh, is Ronald Acuna Jr. right and yes. in the seventh inning um, tight ball game I'm trying to remember exactly what the score was at the time but uh, long story short actually they uh, were, they, they were winning at the time 3-1 three, one, three, one. Three, one, okay yeah so, yeah, that's right. Uh, uh, St. Louis had a big eighth inning, I think, or, yep. or seventh inning. Um, anyway, long story short, uh, he, he watched a, 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 what he thought was a home run, didn't get out of the box, didn't hustle, baseball 101, one of the unwritten rules, and um, had a very long single, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. So uh, the problem is it, sh- it should never happen uh, to begin with, especially with the pros. Um, but we've, what even compounds the problem was he was benched um, in August, I want to say mm-hmm. about six weeks ago, maybe for doing the exact same thing. Right. So extremely disappointing. Um, he would have been on second. Uh, luck, luck has it that uh, he would have been moved over to third on a ground ball and would have scored, um, assuming it played out the same way. So a missed scoring opportunity. Um, so very, very, very tough, very disappointing. Um, Braves players after the game were, were very visibly um, upset in the interviews. Freddie Freeman went after him pretty good. Um, calling it inexcusable, can't be done. Um, so yeah, the Braves end up uh, end up losing. Um, and I, I think what compounds it, and Bill, I'll let you jump in, is is maybe 
uh, Ronald's over enthusiasm in the, in the ninth when he had a home run down four. Um, I'll, I'll let you uh, kind of vent to venture displeasure if no, you'd like. I've done all my- Look, I I've already said my piece with Todd. It's Todd's guy. It's it's he's he, you know Braves fans. Ronald Acuna Jr. is um, I don't call him a generational player, but he is going to be a superstar. He's gonna you know he is going to be there for a while, well at least six years because that's how baseball works, and uh, hopefully they can keep him. But look, here's the deal. Um, you know, there's 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 <laughs> there's a time and a place and <laughs> you've got to understand the gravity of the moment and i know he's a kid i know he's in his early 20s um but he's been playing baseball since he was probably five and uh to not understand you know that there's some basic things that have to be done and, and the fact that you know look, look the showboating has been around for a while and we we talk about baseball all the time about being a bunch of frumpy old grumpy people who you know, they all have these unwritten rules and you can't have any fun, right? The NFL was the no fun league for a while until they, now they're letting them have some fun. But I think in baseball, it's different. For one thing, in baseball, if you're a hitter like Ronald Acuna Jr., you're going to be coming to the plate next time you piss off that guy because you showboated around. And if he wants to, he can hit you in the face. Just flat out can hit you in the face. So how are we going to fix that, right? How do, we, how do we fix that? Yeah, I think Ronald has to kind of toe the line a little better. That's all. Yep. And he, well, he definitely needs, you know, some schooling. I jokingly said, let him, let, let McCann have him in a room alone for a little while. I'm sure, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure, well, I'm sure Brian could, you know, school him up a little. And let me interject. Part of your issue was they were down four runs. He had a two run homer, which is thrilling, but you're still down two runs in the ninth, right? Yeah. yeah well, know, that's a whole nother story, right? That's Freddie, Freddie Jacks when you're still down one, you end up losing the game. So listen, I, I agree. Pretty much, I'd say 100% of what you're saying. But as you said, he is my guy. What are you going to do? You're you right. Can't There's bench, nothing you, you can do. You can't bench the $100 million man in the playoffs. Yes. Yeah. I, lo- I love what Snitker did. He said, you know what? I am going, I'm, I'm going to make it my mission to get him to understand the way. So I'm going to do that. I, I, I bench, tried benching him. Now I'm going to love him up. I'm going to, I'm yeah. going to embrace him and yeah. say, yeah. hey, you made a huge, you made a huge mistake. We're gonna we're we're behind you. We're gonna get through this together. I think the skips. Yeah, I think the skips doing a good job. Yeah, I look. I I think Bill Bill the offense you kind of take is not only are they losing, but then he does the kind of the little hopscotch move into third base. Flip right. Well, yeah, yeah, he always does that. By the way, look look, how many how many DBs in football have you seen jump up because they they broke up a pass, but they've been toasted for three touchdowns (laughs) earlier in the game, or or they're down by twenty one and they're excited because they knocked down a pass. Dude, you're getting your ass kicked. Just calm down, you know. Um, and and look, I was I was in I was uncomfortably close to Don Zimmer, just oh. screaming at Sean Dunstan and kicked, pulling him out of a game. I was down below between the dugouts, right behind home plate where they had the camera. I was standing there and just had to pretend like I was part of the wall because Dunstan was coming towards us and Zimmer's following him and just just ripping him a new one. And I'm like. That's how it works, yeah. Because Dunson yeah. didn't run out a ground ball, Zimmer had nothing to do with it and just pulled him out of the game. And I know but, it was a meaningless game. Well, they're all meaningful, but a, a midsummer game, it makes sense. And I get it in the playoffs, you can't bench the kid. But in hindsight, with them having lost, I wish he would have benched him. It wouldn't have yeah. made a difference. They were they lost anyways. Just do well, something. I don't know. And my two cents, Sean, before we uh, before we go into the quickly games two and three is. Um, 
<laughs> in his defense, I don't think he's a bad seed, a bad kid. I think he just gets over exuberant. I think he likes to look at his home runs. <laughs> I, I, when it's 20 rows deep, have a, have a look, right? <laughs> but if it's less than 20, run, right? <laughs> yeah. Hopefully you can hopefully you can slow up around first base and, and you know take a deep breath. As far as the stutter step at third, Sean, he just does that every home run oh, for does. whatever reason. Okay. Yeah, that's just his for, little For some thing. reason, it seemed like TBS, TBS made a point of showing it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, of course it's, it's, a, it's a fake stutter step. I don't know why he does it, but that's every home run. What I don't like is the stair walk eight steps <laughs> and then realize I didn't have the, hit it out of the ballpark. For, then, for you older yeah, people for you older people out there, there was always Jeffrey Leonard with one flap down when he hit a home run. Oh, yeah. He would circle the bases with his left arm down and just his right arm up like a, yeah. I don't know, a wing or well, something. Well, you're a local, so you know that he does that every move. And, mm-hmm. and that's where I think maybe Bill talks about it. he's your guy. You know, yeah. when Albert Bell played for the Indians, Indian fans yeah. loved him. Yep. 29 other teams across the country thought he was a douche, you know? And then as soon as, as, soon as he went to Chicago, guess who hated yep. him? Everyone Indian in Cleveland, <laughs> right? And Manny exactly. Ramirez. Manny Ramirez. And, it goes know, on and on and on. We yeah, talked about Barry and, Bonds. Oh, yeah. Lots of guys that so, were not liked. Yeah. So, Sean, this this city is electrified. So, on Friday night, um, yeah, Friday. Um, they take Fulte, care of business. Uh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. He pitched absolute lights out. Um, and Max Fried came in, and, and, and then uh, Melanson. Um, they won 3 nothing. And then today – what a game. I don't know. Sean, you said you didn't see it. Bill, how, I don't know how much you watched it, but Mike Soroka, first of all, he's a 22-year-old kid, and I'll call him a kid. He's a rookie from Canada. And this guy literally has ice in his veins. I mean, he never gets up, never gets down. And they he's the ace of the staff. I mean, you have Dallas Keuchel. Um, you have Fulte. You have um, uh, Max Freed. But he's the ace. They purposely waited to start him game three because – He's better on the road and he's unflappable. Like yeah. it, no matter what, the, if they're down 2-0 or he can't up be more than 24, is he? I mean, he's 22. He's 22. 22 yeah. Man, yeah. Yeah. years old. The, he, at one point he retired 17 in a row and I put the jinx on the text. There's a base hit right after, but he literally pitched a one hitter through seven innings. Um, and because he was due up, they had to pinch it for him. But Wainwright pitched even better. He scattered more hits. Um, he had four hits. But that guy was just had the Braves hitters perplexed. Mm-hmm. Um, there was nothing going right. Um, so, Bill, you didn't know this, but I actually had, we had birthday dinner um, with Kate. So, when the bases were loaded in the eighth inning and the Braves didn't score, I said, "Hey, time to change the mojo. Let's go listen to the radio." Um, <laughs> nice. And so we put on the radio, drove to dinner, and then usually I'm not too strict about phones, but usually during dinner time I'm like, "Let's put the phones down." I'm like, "Hey, someone have an eye on the game." And it was, I'll, I'll remember this forever. Um, we saw it go from one nothing to 1-1 and then 3-1. And we watched the end of the game on the phone. I came home and since uh, have seen highlights, but what a great, I mean, this team was down. I mean, it was the ninth inning. They were down. And uh, oh, they were down the last out. I mean, it was, it's, yeah. it, look, it's two outs. two outs and it's then Dan Swanson the comes up. Yeah. Yeah. Two outs. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I, I tell you, it was, um, it was pretty impressive. Billy Hamilton is on second and he steals on the strikeout to the batter before quick, Swanson. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then that, you know, obviously, um, you, you, because the, Francisco throws so many sliders, mm-hmm. it all of a sudden forced him as, as to not throw sliders um, to Swanson because he couldn't risk, you know, a pass ball. 
And so he, right. he, he left that pitch upstairs and like literally three seconds before the announcer says, Dansby Swanson hitless in his career versus Francisco. And then just mm. the, the first pitch comes in a little elevated and just bombs it. What looked like it was gonna be out and it hit the top of the wall, but there's a perfect example of, you know, the, 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 you know, the, the guy that was at first base, well, yeah, he made got it to third. Yeah, he's, he's running on hit anyway. But yeah, there was a know. chance he would score. I thought, but he uh, he ended up having but to a hold. Almost up a third. perfect example of uh, Bill when that ball was hit, looked like it was gonna be out, right? Uh, when oh, I left yeah. the bat, yeah. and that's a, that's Swanson, Swanson, story, Swanson ends up at second base. Um, once again, he's running because it's two outs. But you know, all of a sudden, the runners at third and second on the next pitch when uh, who's got. Um, Duval drops it into the center Adam field Duvall, yeah. and Absolutely. two guys scored it. You know, obviously bill that, that, that stadium was deadly silent. You know, there's, that... they show the kid nearly near in tears. And there's that, I mean, that part of the game is, I should hate it, that part. It's, but, I right? know, I know you should. And look, I'm, unless it's a, unless it's a fan base that you detest and you're allowed, no. I, in my opinion, you're allowed to detest one fan base. I know you, for you guys, it's a Vols. You have one fan base mm-hmm. you don't like. And, and for me, you know, growing up as a Charger fan, it was always the Raiders. Growing up as a Padre fan, it was always the Dodgers. I mean, you had this one fan base. But, you know, um, I think the Cardinals have, much like the Braves do, right, Those that Midwestern ethic up there and, you know, 11 championships, number two behind the Yankees, 27, mm. whatever it is. Um, that is, it is crushing. I've been there. Look, I, I was yeah. there game, game four of uh the world series when we lost in it at, at, at home and it's there's nothing there's no worse feeling and you, you think about it forever and that's uh, i don't forget how i felt that day i don't forget how i felt um when the chargers were 14 and 2 and lost to the patriots in a wacky game i hate that part of the game and it's why i didn't go to the super bowl for the chargers that opportunity to go to miami and i said i do much, not right? want to be there because yeah the winning is great but it hurts too much to lose and fly five hours back home yeah. And that's mm. weird, I know, but I, I just won't. It's tough. It's so tough. I, I totally agree. And, and I mean, Bill, I'm the – Bill Buckner haunts me. Mm. I, I'm the guy – I don't want to win. I want to win, period. But I don't want to win on a pass ball. I want to win on someone hitting a, a ball off their – you know, their, their shoelaces uh, and with a game-winning hit, a pitcher throwing the best pitch he can and just getting beat, right? Yeah. I hate it when a, a college kicker misses a field goal, even though I want my team to win. Yeah. So, yeah, I get that, and that's that's the tough part of sports. But going back to the Braves, Sean, this is a team that – and, Bill, you know that this is needed to win, and they who knows how far they're going to go. But they're so resilient. This team, it doesn't – they literally turn the page every day. And I think that's why they were maybe successful with Acuna's you know, screw-up in game one. They literally were pissed that day, woke up, and, and move on and it's a different hero every night it's it's dansby swanson it's adam duvall um you know freddie's awesome but it's not always the freddie josh donaldson and, and acuna's every night it's right. it's one through eight so it's pretty cool pretty yeah. cool to watch well we'll see what happens we got like i said i think four games tomorrow right it's um, a yeah, get, get your work four. done early all 307 because right. they're all trying to position that the al and nlds or cs is to start on the weekend uh you know, if possible. So let's turn to NFL guys. We'll finish with college football this week. Um, we took a lot of time on baseball, uh, but we can run through uh, Thursday night's game was kind of a fun one. I, it's, it's hard to watch when Seattle wears those fluorescent uniforms, <laughs> Ooh, uh, riddle. Yeah. but that game against the Rams was uh, everything you asked for. Uh, 
30-29 goes down to a, a end of the game missed kick by the Rams kicker. Uh, kind of exciting game. And that, once again, big game tomorrow night for the Browns because uh, San Francisco has a chance to take, you know, a, a five and zero, start five and zero, and and take the lead in in the uh, NFC West uh, today. Uh, Patriots, no surprise, advance over the Redskins, big win. Uh, Jaguars come down to their last play. They got three last plays. I don't know if you saw the end of that game. Three last plays because mm-hmm. of defensive uh, defensive penalties. One was an illegal hands to the face, and then offsides gave Minshew a chance to uh, try another hail mary. Unfortunately, he couldn't get it to the end zone. It, it was knocked down. Um, how about the Texans dropping 53 on your Falcons, Todd? Wow. Arthur Blank gave uh, Dan Quinn the the um, vote of confidence today. So I, <laughs> two, two I expect weeks. him to be fired the next two weeks. Yeah, two-week notice. You took it out of my uh, – you took the words out of my mouth. Sorry. So. <laughs> for, for whatever reason, it's just not a good football team, really. Mm. I don't know. I don't know what's going on. But, yeah, they, to give up 53 is – it, it, against a pretty mediocre Houston team, right? No, are they? No, it's a good. Are they week. better than I, I'm giving them credit? It was for? a good week to have Deshaun Watson in your uh, fantasy yeah. league. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. All right, say no more. Yeah, say yeah. no more. Big win. <laughs> over Jay over Jay Thompson, Sean. You saw the yeah. score. Hey, Bill, I uh, yeah, I'm getting tripled up by by Dan Smith. Uh, <laughs> well, that's right. Two of my, two of my players. The the, the uh, Cardinals didn't even score a point on defense today. Didn't have a fumble recovery. Didn't have an interception. Nothing. Yeah, but just, they won. They won, but they, they didn't got get their it. first win. Yeah, yeah. They, they got their first win over the Bengals. Uh, yeah. It was a, a game that the Bengals came back brilliantly at the yeah. end. They scored two touchdowns late. And then uh, Kyler Murray, you know, they won that game because Kyler Murray acted like Kyler Murray. He, yeah. he got loose in the pocket, and, boy, the center of the field was just open. And he, he turned what was going to be a 10-yard gain into probably about a 26-yard gain because he just juked a linebacker who just, I don't think, realized how fast he was. Yeah. Um, and he got into position and, and gave them a game. And got out of goal. bounds too. He was he was he was using the sideline a lot, which he should be. Use the sideline a lot. In that case, awesome. you know, they he knew yeah. they had a timeout still, and they were yeah. able to to they you know they still had forty some seconds, so they were able to get lined up, run the ball at the center of the field, yeah. and uh, and win it. Uh, your 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 Buccaneers went down, but it wasn't a blowout. Uh, they just um, it, it know, wasn't as close. Michael as Michael Thomas, looked. Michael Thomas, Michael Thomas, them right. Yeah, it wasn't as close as it looked. I think uh, Jameis was the old Jameis. We didn't have Jameis from last week. <laughs> we had we had he's very Jekyll and Hyde, isn't he? He is, man. We had the bad Jameis today. I, I, I just for the life of me, I, I don't understand how you take a sack when you've been in the pocket for like eight point seven seconds. Just mm. throw the ball away. Yeah. Or if you're like at the twenty five, throw it out of the end zone. What what do you why would you take a sack? Yeah, they I they, don't they, get they always that. talk, you know, that, that I you always hear like the the, the the announcers that are former quarterbacks and they're like, you know, you have like a three or four second clock in your head right. that either tells you to step up into the pocket or get rid of it. Yep. But when it's eight or nine seconds, there's oh. gotta be like multiple alarms going off. Right. And you're running around. I mean, you've already, you've already dodged two guys. Maybe you get lucky. Your O-line picked up one of them, but you know, this guy's breathing down your neck. You're not going to outrun. And I'll tell you what, Jameis is one of the slowest. He's like Tom Brady jr. He is so <laughs> freaking slow. He cannot run. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, you know, it's, it's, once he's once he's kind of rattled moving around it's over um i like it look you know i'm a philip rivers fan right i even though i don't mm. like the charges anymore i always philip <laughs> will always have a soft spot in my heart and there's nobody slower than philip rivers right but philip is not afraid to throw it away he you know he's 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 completed like 20 in a row in some of those stretches but there's other times where philip he, he just sees the situation and just heaves it out of bounds quickly just gets rid of it and go let's go try it again boys 
and I think Jameis needs a little bit of that built into him. So that's all. Yep. Okay. Um, Todd, the Vikings beat the Giants. So the Daniel Johnson or Daniel. Um, Daniel what, I'm blank What's his name? name? Jones, is it? Danny Dimes. What's his name? Yeah, it's Daniel Jones. Uh, he's he gets his first loss. Uh, Raiders beat the Bears. That's a surprising yeah. win, and that'll be yeah. one the Bears will probably look back on, and especially with what happened in Dallas, right? Yeah, I'm Green out of Bay. my sur- I'm out of my survivor pool. I had the Bears oh. in that game. How could the Bears lose to the Raiders? Yeah, as in London. Never yeah. take a survivor. Oh, that's pool right. That's right. It was London. Yeah. Weird things happen in London. Wow. Now you yeah. tell me. Too late. Too late. Yes. Right. <laughs> Thanks a lot. Sorry, Eagles, buddy. <laughs> I'd say the Eagles are Eagles are, are hitting on all cylinders, but they did play the Jets. So the Jets remain one of the winless teams uh, in the NFL. Uh, Todd, your Bills survived the Titans without Josh Allen. He he goes out with an injury, uh, and they bring yeah. in, I believe Colt McCoy was their quarterback. Wow, thirty-three-year-old Colt, Colt McCoy, right? Yeah, good for him. Broncos get off the Schneid, get their first win over. Chargers. About time, right? Yeah. And uh, uh, the Packers. Can I give you a real quick? This is going to be Philip Rivers. This is his um, ep- epithet on his uh, what epitaph <laughs> on his uh, gravestone. It's going to be down by seven with two forty-five to go. I mean, that is every <laughs> Philip Rivers game ever. Wow. He's down by seven. There's two forty-five to go, and he's trying to drive for a winning score. Yeah, he did it. He did it. Maybe he did it half the time, but. <laughs> It's just, it's always the same. I finally get to watch a charging game. I mean, I put it on. It was here locally for whatever reason against the uh, Packers. <laughs> Cowboys blowout. So, right. All right, guys, let's turn to the college ball. And Did uh, anything big happen in college football yeah, this week? You know what? I'm just curious if there's anything we should talk <laughs> about first let, so we can cover it in depth. Sure. <laughs> let, let's start with Friday's big oh. win over Cincinnati over UCF. Um, <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Four and three in the last seven games, Bill. Do you know that about UCF? Did you see? Did you see what you what what Cincinnati posted on Twitter? Oh, no, it was fantastic. The, the, uh, the Disney the Disney, the Disney mock up. Yeah. Oh my God! Help yeah. me, I, I missed it. So it, they they, they do it. yeah, I'll definitely look it, it up. It, it, it's kind of a mock beginning of like a Disney movie where they show like the flyover of the Magic Kingdom and the <laughs> and the and the fireworks are going off, and at the end, like in the same font that you would see that Walt Disney like <laughs> words come up, it says you hate to see it. And UCF is, or University of Cincinnati is the one that created it and posted it, and it just said you hate to wow. see it. <laughs> yeah, it was wow. pretty funny. Yeah, it yeah. was very funny. Um, let's talk about the, the game, Todd. As I said, I didn't get a chance to watch it, but the big game, College Game Day, was there. Plaza of the Americas, a new location on campus. They usually do it right outside Neat. the stadium. Um, yeah. But they, they moved it four blocks east, Plaza of the Americas. It looked like a good crowd. Uh, Probably because of Gator Walk. Now Gator Walk. Yeah, Gator. Popular, yeah, right? Gator Walk is it, it, it obviously does clog up the space, and they need to kind of keep that clear. But uh, look, it, I felt it was a, a a good pregame showing. I was kind of surprised that a couple of the guys, um, obviously Emmett Smith, you knew was going to pick the Gators. Pollock picked the picked uh, picked Auburn. Desmond picked Auburn. Mm-hmm. But then Herb Street and Coach Corso picked the Gators. And I, I liked Herb Street. You know, he says, "Look, if it's in Auburn, I pick Auburn. If it's neutral side, I pick yeah, Auburn." Yeah. But no. it's in the swamp, yeah. and that means something. And he really was was riding the you know Dan Mullen has brought the swamp back alive. And look, credit to the students and credit to the to Scott Strickland, our athletic director. You know, every everything was done where it, I saw a video where the at the end of the game where the team goes to sing in front of the band, and the stadium was pretty pretty full at the end of the game. Mm. It was pretty cool. Yeah, my uh, my brother in law went, and he's season ticket holder for. Gosh, you know, 30, 20, 30 years now. Um, and he said it's as loud as he can remember. Now, 
back in the the 90s late 90s um you know that was pretty loud 2000s but it's been a little there's been a little bit of a lull um so this is exciting two top 10 teams um, yeah if, if you want to get a good feel for the the noise there's a great video you can yeah. find probably on twitter of lamichael p ryan breaking off the the big 88 yard run gave me chills right? and it's I from the end zone, yeah. it's from the end zone camera at the far end where he run too and you hear the crowd he he breaks through the first tackle and there's a little cheer and he gets to the sideline there's a little cheer and he gets to the clear and it it goes literally from like four to 11. And if you, if you truly are honest with yourself, like there's no way you can't get chills when you hear that next level of volume and you, and you see the, it's just kind of funny. He hits the hole and, there, mm. and some of the crowd stands up and then he hits the next hole and some of the other crowds. And then when he gets to the sideline, it's just unbelievable. He gets past that one linebacker. Well, there's, there's a different excitement between a five yard, a 10 yard and a 80 yard run. Right. <laughs> yeah. um, Bill, check out my, uh, I posted uh, on Twitter. It's, I said, you know, this gives me chills. I think that's Sean's referring to the that video. Yes. Again, it's 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 from the end zone, and there's no announcer. It's just the crowd. Very cool. So uh, afterwards, Dan Mullen said, "Hey, everyone's talking about you know we're bringing the swamp back." He's like, "The swamp is what it is. It's here now. There's nothing to bring back anymore. You know, it is it. it is what it is." So what I didn't realize we were that good and we can break the game down um bill put a put a clock on if you want but <laughs> florida florida is legit legit i don't know if we're college playoff legit but they're a legit team um a lot of a lot of mistakes but i think it was two top 10 teams making each yeah. other make mistakes that's kind of how i read it but go ahead man i'll i'll, I'll comment or bring up whatever you want to talk about well, I, you know so I, I i mentioned this on saturday as we were because it's fun, it's fun to watch um, the text messages, and I'm sure you guys are in multiple groups because you have, you know, your Gator fans. So you're you're working through two or three or four, and <laughs> for me, it's just you two. And uh, but but knowing that that Sean was, you know, at the golf course and listening. And by the way, they replayed uh, Mick's call on the P Ryan run, I think, and it was great because oh oh, he's going nuts. <laughs> yeah, so those are awesome. Yeah, yeah I, I love that stuff. And but um, but I I, I made a comment or two about. I, I I just saw a lot of mistakes and I, and mm. on both sides and I you know the like the picks the three picks that Knicks gave up all of mm. them were horrible throws not not mm. and it wasn't a, a extraordinary effort by a by a DB of the Gators mm. to make yeah, the interception the one Sean Harris the one handed one, one was pretty yeah. impressive not bad the one where you deked him and yeah. he came across yeah. yeah but I think overall I think it was um it just seemed like there was. When you see a seven versus ten, you don't expect so many mistakes. That's yeah. all. And and but but it's it, it could be the moment. It could be, um, you know. Can you think about it? Those are two, the 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 leaders of those two teams are young, right? I'm gonna call Trask young because he's young yep, and sure. experienced, experience. right? Yeah. And of course, Nick's is a, a true freshman, right? So so I think you expect that. And but but the defenses, you know, were especially the Gator defense, I, I have to give them tons of credit because they played really well. Yeah, Gator defense. And, and they're going to need to play that well and better next week, right? I mean, that's all part of it. So so I picked Florida to win simply the fact it was home in the swamp and a true freshman quarterback. I don't care how good he is. Yeah. That's his first time uh, a huge road game. Yeah. Um, so that's why. But listen, Auburn's defensive line was ridiculous. Minus P. Ryan's 88-yard run. Florida was not running the ball no. very well, right? Yeah. Um, and Sean, there's, I mean, first of all, Bill, that game took forever, right? I mean, it was, <laughs> yeah. the first half was over two hours, just yeah. the first half. It yeah. was unbelievable. Um, Trask got hurt, so it was an emotional roller coaster. I really thought he was done. I thought 
season was over. It looked like ACL really all day did. long because of the tears. You you know, Cindy blew her ACL out, and uh, there's a definite pop. Mm. And so I said, I said, you heard the pop, right? She's all, of course, you know. And and she said, and then it goes numb within a few minutes or a minute because it's just whatever takes over. Um, but but adrenaline or yeah, whatever, yeah, something kicks in. So it really looked like he was done for the season. And for him to come back out with a brace was crazy, crazy good. Yeah, he's. He strained it. I think he was scared. I really do. I think yeah. he thought, uh, this is it. And he, imagine a kid who hasn't started since seventh grade <laughs> to finally come back. You're doing well. And then in one play, yeah. he's done. Yeah. And it, it, I'm sure you saw afterwards, um, is it number three? Uh, I forget the Auburn defensive. Oh, yeah. And I love it. Him. At the, yeah, uh, they, they, they were shaking hands. He said, the Auburn guy said, I was heartbroken. Like, you know, I'm trying to win, but the last thing I want to do is, is knock someone out. Yeah. Uh, maybe career ending. Right, um, right. So that was good to see. That was that. Yeah, you know, I love that. that was I love that stuff. I you know I could, I, could just, I could just imagine Ronald Lacuna Jr. doing the same thing after taking somebody. <laughs> out. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, I had to go there. Go ahead. Emory Jones stepped in well. I thought he played really well. Yeah. Um, so great game, Sean. It was a it was one. I don't know if you taped it or uh, I did. I, I haven't really sat and watched it yet, but just you know because I kind of seen all the highlights and but it just sounded to me like really it sounded to me like a, a you know Freddie Swain obviously did a great job awesome helping his quarterback out. A lot awesome of comebacks. Guy, yeah. You know, uh, obviously the, the the long touchdown early in the game sets the tone. Anytime I think when you can get the home crowd, who's already electric, even more electric, yeah. um, really, you know, and, and to, to go two and outs on the first two series of the vaunted running game of, uh, you know, just sound like the defense and, you know, credit to Todd Grantham uh, for what he's he's doing with these, these defenders. And I, I think Mark Zuniga was back and, and Marco was, was back with. Zuniga did not play. Oh, Zuniga did not, did not play. play. So maybe he'll play no. this week. Okay. Yep. Um, so Bill and I'm a homer. So do you think, I think, and that's why I'm asking, I thought Florida had like three or four really bad calls against them. Right. And again, I don't want to be too big of a homer. Um, first of all, Steven Pierce <laughs> got targeted. Like I've never seen. Yeah. He fumbled and couldn't walk off the field and they didn't, they didn't call targeting, didn't call a penalty. Um, Mullen tried to review it and they said, we can't review it because no penalty was called. right. Right. So that was bad. That was bad. Um, Sean, they over one, one of the us. one of the groundings. They said that uh, um, Nick's grounded the ball on the first first or second drive uh, on the radio. It looked like a clear grounding, and they didn't. There call was him there in. was someone in the vicinity within five yards. I didn't. Oh, okay. I didn't. I didn't but, think but, that was. But, I didn't think that was a bad call. Yeah, it was. Okay. It was okay. close, but it was it was close. a blow up screen where you throw it up oh, the yeah. offensive lineman's ankles just because yeah, you know. It's yeah. not gonna, was he yeah, throwing it, it to avoid yeah. a sack? Absolutely. Absolutely. But there was someone in the area. Yeah. Guys. Yeah. So there was one where um, Florida had a first down, right? And they reviewed it, oh. and, and and they and they put it a yard back, but like there was no evidence at all no. that he didn't get the first down. Right? Like it wasn't even. It should have been the play stands, yeah. and they moved it back a yard. Yeah, because because and the then, ball was hidden in almost every angle, you know. And right, you know, right. So that was puzzling. And the only other thing that drove me crazy was um, there was right before a turnover, the clock went to zero for like two seconds. <laughs> and Florida played it. Now, my brother-in-law is like, so you're asking for a delay a game. I'm like, well, when it was down to three, I was looking at the clock going, we're not going to get this playoff. We're not getting this playoff. It goes to zero. One, two seconds. That- then we snap it. And then there's a, I'm like, how do you not call it? Like, I how know. is that? How do you miss that? So right. hometown, um, hometown clock operator. Maybe he's feeding something different to the officials. <laughs> I don't know. Who knows? But I do think we're very lucky. I think I think Dan Mullen made one of the worst 
fake punt calls. I can well, remember. Was that was that Mullins or is that is he is it like if the if the I'm sure it's the punter says okay I see this I'm going or I'm going to kick it. I'll bet you it's almost like a, a do they have a, do we have a what's it called a, a, a signal, punt a yeah. punt run option so, a PRO so, <laughs> you know so here's my co- so that that question was brought to me here's my uh, comment on that. If you does he have an automatic green light? Could he be in the end zone and have a green light? I say if you're no, 45 no, no. yards and in, give him a green light. But when you're on your 20 yard line, your defense is playing lights out. Yeah, you just punt the yeah. ball, right? I, oh, look, so I, mean, I agree. Ball. It was it, it was just a horrible yeah. decision. He still could have punted it. I mean, I my take is even on a fake punt, I wonder if the kicker still has the right to assess the situation and say, right. "I just got to kick this because it ain't going to." He was work. being shadowed. I don't know if you saw yeah, that. He, he was oh, being shadowed was by one of those guys. Yeah. There was no chance. No, There's no not chance. a chance. No. And also, Mullen called out um, the Auburn defensive end who rolled up on Trask. He called it out as a dirty play, which was absolutely wrong. He, he um, messed that up. Rick Neuheisel at, at halftime said, I understand why Dan's mad. When he watches the replay, he will yeah. apologize. He for was, he was, he, he really he was, was pushed into him. Totally. It was a football play. Yeah, Just yeah. Shit, stuff happens, yeah, right? Yep, so, yep. what do you think, Sean, from the listening point of view? What would you, you come away with? Well, just, you know, listening, obviously, uh, you know, when. I think I texted you guys when Trask went down. Uh, all you heard was Lee McGriff, the the, the color guy. He was just going, yep. like, "Oh boy, oh boy, oh go, no, no, oh no, oh no." And I was just like, "Oh, did he fumble? Did he fumble?" And you know, no, it turns out, you know, they said he's slow to get up. Um, so look, we got another big game coming up. Then we got another big game after that, and then a week off, and another big game after <laughs> yeah. that. Aren't the so, rest of them big games? Never there's, there's never yeah. a, never from yeah. this point. You're yeah. six and zero. Oh. Right? Yeah. Gators are 6 0. You know, Every game you know is what Mullen said after the game, right? He said, the best thing about being 6 0 is we have a chance to go 7 0. Yeah, yeah. So, yep. um, game day's in Baton Rouge next week, Sean. Yep. Two in a row. And hey, look, maybe that's I, good I, luck I think, for the Gators. I think, I, I think that, I, I don't, look, Ty said to you before we, we went on the air in the green room, um, I don't, people are, people are complaining because Texas and Notre Dame are higher ranked. Look, it's all going to work itself out. If we lose this week, doesn't matter where we're ranked. If we win this week, it'll work itself out. You oh, know? you got a long ways to go. You should. Yeah. Games ahead. What? 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 What is the number? I didn't it, see it. Seven or eight? What are we? Eight or nine? What are we? I don't know. Yeah, I could look. Yeah. yeah. And I'm not sure what the number is, but you know, um, just just play the game, and you know, we have Take a chance. If, if we win, uh, great. And if we don't win, we'll be ranked lower. But I'm not worried about who's ranked above me because everyone's going to play everybody. You know, oh, yeah. and and so let's get to the other games. Uh, sure. Alabama and, and Clemson had, both had the week off. Um, the new n- number three team, or the new tied for number three team, is the Buckeyes. They had a big game against Michigan State, and while they Slow for the first time, for the first right? time didn't score forty in a game, they yeah. did score thirty four. And, and really, Michigan State's offense, for, except for one series, was non-existent. Um, and and the other number three team, Georgia, uh, was down early, uh, but just you know, come out the second do, half yeah. and and blue doors on them uh, lsu wins big oklahoma wins big um really no other game in the you know there was no other major upsets um, oklahoma and, state lost to texas tech that was a little bit of an upset right that's true and uh um oregon state beat ucla boy ucla is dreadful with chip kelly um washington lost oh my gosh that killed me oh that's right they lost to cal yeah no no they won oh, i'm sorry oregon beat cal who washington lost to stanford um, yeah, I want to read you guys a uh, a this is a, a buddy of mine sent me this because we were talking about games and I told him I was golfing so I didn't get to see any games and he says here's what you missed in the Iowa Michigan game it was painful to watch <laughs> this is yeah. the drive chart in this game all right ready yeah. from the from the opening kickoff good punt fumble 
field goal, <laughs> punt, touchdown, punt, interception, interception, punt, field goal. And then here we go. Punt, 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 interception, missed field goal, half. Interception, punt, 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 missed field goal, punt, 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 game over. <laughs> That's about it. That's awesome. Hey, yes. can I break in with the uh, standings? AP, top 25, you ready? Oh, you yes. need the top 10. Of course, Alabama stays uh, up at number one. Clemson, two. Georgia, yep. Georgia, three. And Ohio State, four. So that hasn't changed, right? LSU, five. Oklahoma, six. Your Florida Gators, seven. Seven, oh, yeah. yep. Wisconsin, eight. Notre Dame, nine. Penn State, 10. Auburn drops to 12. Uh, Texas stays at 11. Oregon, 13. Trying to find – oh, Arizona State moved up two spots in their bye week. They're now at 18. And mm. for Scott Oiler, the Cincinnati Bearcats are at 25. Beautiful. Mm. So there you go. Shout out well, to they Scott. beat the national champs. Yeah, too. and UCF UCF is only – oh, they put them back at 16 just so you, for you, you, Todd. No, I'm just kidding. They're at 16? I'm just kidding. Oh, good. I was going to say, wow. <laughs> hey, here I am suing, Bill. <laughs> They're not in the That's top hilarious. 25. I took the hook. I took you the did, hook. You did, big time. So let, let's finish and just look ahead to week seven uh, and just see what games we got coming up, Todd. What other games have, have caught your eye uh, in next week's games? We start with, Here well, we go with a, with a wacky Florida, season. Florida, we, Florida LSU, but Oklahoma, Texas is next week too, right? That's the big one traditionally, right? Yeah, Red River rivalry, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a big one. And obviously that's where you know a lot of people thought uh, game day would go there. Well, that's a Fox noon game, which is truly an 11 o'clock. That's a six game. versus 11. I mean, that's a, that's a big yeah, one. Yeah, huge game, huge game. Um, yep. And then see what else you got. Uh, how about Penn State, Iowa? You know, two ranked. Are you Alabama. a little bit surprised, Todd? Are you a little bit surprised that CBS chose Alabama at A and M instead of the Florida LSU game? I know LSU loves and 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 almost um, uh, debate not all, debates. They, they they argue to play late. I mean, they love playing the late games, but it seems like CBS either has some Bama envy at number one, hmm. um, so they pick the one versus twenty four game. At Kyle Field, so they picked the, it last. Yeah, they picked it last week. Um, so it wasn't after the results of this week. And they claim to say we're going to play the best game available. And if Alabama's one and they're playing the top twenty-five, I guess you can argue. I know five-seven may may seem better. I think it's a coin flip. I think uh, I think LSU Florida is going to do better at eight o'clock at night than Alabama Texas A and M will. So I think it's best of both worlds for. I think the TV kind of schedule kind of dictated. Do you that. get Herb Street yep. for that game then? We do. So he doesn't fly anywhere. So he it's gets, an ABC gets, game, is it? Well, it's, it's a ESPN. ESPN, but it, it's okay. The, yeah. Oh, well, it's the game. Good. All right. It's the, yeah, it's the game of the week. So one of the um, few so, times he doesn't have to jump on his private jet to fly to exactly. A <laughs> uh, couple other, couple other, uh, couple other flippable games at that time slot. Uh, USC and Notre Dame. Obviously, just yeah. the tradition of that. I think Notre Dame will probably be uh, at least a ten point favorite, if not more. Um, Todd, you can maybe look that up. Um, Clemson, Florida State, Penn, any desire Penn there? State at Iowa. Okay. Uh, Penn State, Iowa. You know, Iowa needs to do something. And Penn State's looking really strong right now. Um, and then the Florida LSU game is 8 o'clock. Uh, and, and you said which, Bill? The... How about the 3.30 you got Clemson, Florida State? Mm. I mean, you know. Okay. Right? Clemson seems vulnerable. Is let's, that safe? Yeah, let's see. Say? Maybe I mean, mm. once again, Florida, Florida State's got a couple games left on their on their schedule to, to make their season. Yeah. Um, and that that could be one of them, right? Wisconsin, Michigan State. That's that's kind of a yeah. Boy, Michigan State, what a gauntlet! They they play at Ohio State, they play Wisconsin, they play Penn State next week. Uh, wow, that's a tight yeah. little tight little run there. Um, so and to give see. our uh, there's also a um, is it uh, there's a good West. Um, Pac-12 game, Bill. Arizona State, so Washington what? State. I'm sorry. That, I yeah. Throw that out I, no, maybe. <laughs> Not really. Of course, I lost it in my scroll. But Not anyway. Really. 
Yeah. Uh, Utah, Oregon State, not that one either. So yeah, Washington and Arizona. Oh, is a, it, Washington State, Pac- Arizona State's not bad. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Mm-hmm. Washington, Arizona could be interesting. That's the Pac-12 after dark. Um, the late that's game, an 11 good. o'clock kick. Yeah. So that's cool. the late night for the people that are still awake. Um, but good week. Any other action in sports, Todd? I haven't seen anything. Is, is soccer still being played right now? <laughs> oh, my like, oh, my God. You're going to get hammered. So both Manchester's teams lost today. Oh, um, that's so good. The for big Liverpool. one, the big one being Man City lost to uh, the Wolves, Wolverhampton. So Liverpool got a uh, uh, they, they were up one nothing. Um, it was it was tied one uh, one, and in the ninety fifth minute, Sean, uh, wow. they can they convert on a um, legit PK penalty kick against Leicester City and win two to one. They are still perfect on the season, 8-0, and they are eight points ahead of the second-place Man City, which is mm. a huge gap this early on. So, um, yeah, it's it's plugging along. Good stuff. So, again, Liverpool fans are dreaming of the perfect season. We'll, we'll see what happens. Bill, nothing on the tennis front, right? Nope. Uh, Cindy was watching. She, she's uh, she's excited about Dominic Team and, and uh, I can't remember Tsitsipas' first name, but she said she just feels like these two are going to be – part of the replacement crew for Probably the next uh, gen, but yeah, next gen. It's got to happen, right? Yeah, you got to yeah. do it. She likes team and Sitsipas. So, all right, well, we'll keep that on the, all right. on the, on the radar for future stare downs. Let's wrap it up guys. We're up, up to, up to an hour. Uh, Todd, what do you got coming up this week? Uh, well, I got to get all my chores done and uh, make my calls and, and do my touches early tomorrow because 307 um, <laughs> Braves are on, right? So <laughs> uh, in sales, you're never a nine to fiver. So I don't I don't feel bad saying that uh, you work uh, late, uh, you work weekends, which I did today. But yeah, looking forward to it. Um, just pretty much uh, business as usual, trying to see as many customers as I can and, and close as many jobs as I can. So um nothing too different. So looking forward to, um, you know, baseball playoffs are fun because the midweek is, is more relevant, but looking forward to a great week of sports. Uh, what about you? What about you, Bill? So tomorrow I got a truck over to Orlando in the morning till noon. The game here is at one Oh five. So I'm not going to make it back in time to go to the game, which radio, bums though, me right? out. I'll be, I'll have it on the radio the whole way back, but, uh, I was hoping to get to the game. If they can somehow pull it off, I'll, I'll definitely be there Tuesday. Game so, four. Nice. Yeah. Um, and uh, tomorrow, my guest on the Real Estate Sessions is uh, for episode 208 is Eddie Berenbaum, one Love of the, uh, the president and one of the co-founders of Century Redwood. 21 Redwood Realty in Northern Virginia. And uh, Sean, it's 55 minutes. Whoa. I couldn't find a place to cut it. So, you know, you'll be at one and a half times speed, but it, it is, he is just, he, is, is. he yeah. has got the driest wit and tells just the funniest stories, you know, that in the background has me laughing um he's just the way he shares stuff is great like i that's great i ask him about the steelers i go no big ben no antonio brown no Le'Veon bell what what do you how are you feeling he goes well to be honest he said um i think things are fine i i can show you a path if we have an hour i can show you the path to 13 and 3. now this is when they were <laughs> 0 and 3. well they're now 1 and 3 right he's I, a, I, I can show I you the path that. to 13 and 3 and really the question is going to be how do we handle Big Ben, Mason Rudolph when Ben comes back? Because, you right. know, Mason Rudolph led us to a Super Bowl win. So what do you do with Big Ben? I mean, it was just deadpan. He's just uh, – That's so hilarious. You'll, you'll... Mason, Mason Rudolph goes off uh, to a hospital today. Oh, yeah. Mm, yeah. yeah. So, so. I, I, I don't want to call him back. 
but but he's he's very cool so i think you'll like the show a lot that's uh, that's tuesday that's awesome how about you well i start carpalooza this week birthday oh. on the weekend uh, one week away from birthday yeah or, or shaunathon depending on what you want to, want to do it's got all um, the names Tomorrow, need I got, more days, Sean. Need tomorrow more I uh, have a new listing hitting the market, and so that uh, is always fun. And then, really, I'm, I'm going into prep mode, Bill. I I got a presentation coming up that that is going to be dead from scratch at, at, at kind of the third week of November for a company in in, um, in uh, Arkansas. What's the topic? What are you calling it? Uh, so it's you know the Luke Bryan song, "Hunting, Fishing, Loving." Every no, day? I don't, but I, I okay. know who well, Luke Bryan is. <laughs> so, so this one's called "Hunting, Fishing, Selling Every Day." We're doing a hunting, fishing, outdoors theme. Uh, Going to be at the Quail Lodge in, in outside of Bentonville, Arkansas. Uh, so hey, really home kind of, of Walmart. Yes. Yeah. Wow. Going to be going to be doing kind of a outdoors. Uh, what's your bait? What's your focus? Are you uh, wearing camo? Like you know. I, I, I'll, I might wear an orange vest. I'm not sure. I haven't, haven't, haven't figured out the costume yet. But, you better wear an orange uh, vest if you're hunting. I was going to say, going, yeah. that's going not into, optional. Yeah. Going into creativity <laughs> mode tomorrow. Uh, and then what else? Riley flies home on Tuesday for fall break. Uh, so it'll be always always great having her around, uh, change of pace and everything. And then playing a little golf on Friday with, with some buddies. Um, and then uh, Saturday, my birthday. Our course is closed because our course hosts the – uh, high school state championships the next two weeks. Oh, I thought so it was they hosted to... they host Shawnathon. I thought no, oh, they, okay. So they'll Palooza. Yeah, but Saturday will be a, a lot of football. Obviously, culminating with a big game uh, Saturday night. So right. uh, should be a lot of fun, and I look forward to it. And then we'll obviously talk uh, next week and how, recap everything. How old are you going to be, Sean? Probably going to be one, right? I'll be fifty-two. Fifty-two. Fifty-two already? 52, yeah. Sweet. Uh, 52. Awesome. I think you just made that video, Bill. I'm <laughs> right? I pulled. I guess I made it two years ago. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Mind blown. Wow. Yeah. 52. So that's a beautiful birthday thing. for every for every week. Yep. I, there's got to be something with a deck of cards in there. I so. know. That's what I'm thinking. You got to have fun with that. So. Sure will. All so, right. I can't wait for you guys to see my blog post. Here I'll post in a few minutes. Uh, tomorrow's is the uh, big birthday of John Mellencamp. So I did a little oh. tribute. Uh, what I, you'll appreciate it, Todd. But it's uh the title's called "Oh Yeah, Life Goes On." There you go. Nice. Yep. I think you'll enjoy Jack my references that, right? throughout yeah. throughout uh, to some of his greatest songs. And uh, I want to know how Little gotta... Pink Houses works into it, but I'll wait for the pick for the post yep. to see wait, it. Wait, wait, okay. wait for the pick. I will. I will. And uh, you'll see it's uh it's worked in there. And, All right. Um, as is many of his other great hits, and uh, finishes with my favorite C- song. So. C A R P in the U S A. Oh, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> so hey on behalf of todd and bill i'm sean carpenter we say go braves go rays and we'll talk to you guys next week on the stare down <laughs>